no, no. What no. was that, Ben? <laughs> Nothing else. What did I come back to? Official, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial. It's definitely not official. Official, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial. It's Ben. Hello, and welcome to the official, unofficial New Girl Review Podcast. I am your host, Erica, and with me today, I have my two co-hosts over here. It is Al. Al, what is up? Hey, how's it going, Erica? Pretty good. How are you doing today? Doing great. Awesome. And my other co-host, it is Ben at Please Be Excited. Ben, how are you doing? What's up? How you doing? Great. So excited to be here with you guys. Hell yeah. So today we have the episode Injured. Uh, This one aired originally on March 6, 2012, was directed by Lynn Shelton and was written by J.J. Philbin. Uh, Some really cool trivia I found out about this episode. (laughs) Nick talks about the Fredo kiss twice in this episode. Uh, This is a reference to The Godfather 2, where Michael kisses his brother Fredo on the mouth. Uh, and also another funny tidbit about when they're on the beach and the sun is just above the water. This is supposed to be a sunrise scene. It's actually shot at sunset, which I thought was kind of hilarious. So those are two fun facts about this episode. I wanted to kick it off with, but let's the only fun thing about this episode, right? (laughs) It's probably the only fun part about this episode. So, uh, yep. This one, we're going to get a little bit more on the serious side. So let's dive in so we can get back to the more fun episodes. So um, after Jess tackles Nick during game of touch football, she takes him to see her doctor friend because she hurts his back. Uh, So she takes him to see her doctor friend, Sadie, um, who happens to be a gynecologist. (laughs) Not OBGYN. Yeah. Wait, OBGYN. That's correct. It's two different, two different things. So, uh, so while they're there, Sadie checks out Nick's back, tells him not to take some pills, tells him that they're definitely not for his bruised back. And while they're getting ready to leave, she notices a lump on Nick's neck. Uh, after a little bit more of an examination, she tells him that he really needs to get it checked out, regardless of his lack of medical insurance. And she sets up a ultrasound for him the next morning. Uh, the rest of the episode, the crew uh, spends worrying about Nick at the bar. Uh, Cece shows off her rapping skills. And ultimately, they go to the beach after Jess calls Nick out for not doing anything. Uh, So when they get to the beach, Nick runs into the ocean, realizes it is far too cold for him to be in the ocean, and then has a little bit of a meltdown after he realizes, you know, the gravity of the situation he could be in. Um, they spend the evening on the beach kind of talking to one another. You have some good conversation between Schmidt and Cece. You have some conversation between Nick and Jess. And they wake up the next morning still on the beach, uh, rushing off to the doctor's office so Nick can have his ultrasound. Thankfully, we find out that Nick is okay and when he goes to pay for his ultrasound, revealing his baggie full of change and ID cards, uh, the 
finds out the gang has paid for the ultrasound for him. So that is the quick recap of this episode. Guys, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. So Al, why don't you go first? This is a weird one. It's very emotional. It's on one hand, a very good episode but on the other hand it's a very also sad episode Mm -hmm. which aren't mutually exclusive but it's a strange one it's a very strange one i like uh how nick unbeknownst to his own like sort of knowledge just opens up to jess about liking her and being thankful that she's in his life and i love that jess tells gets real with nick for once Mm -hmm. because he when he criticizes her for not ever being able to be real or whatever it's a very it's a very emotional one i like it but for different reasons than i would like my regular type of new girl episode yeah yep definitely understand that ben how do you feel yeah i'm kind of in the same boat uh, with with this particular one i i do think it's a good episode um when I watch New Girl, it's more about just trying to switch off and just have a good time. So when you get something like this, obviously it feels a little bit different. But I think on second viewing, you know, it's very well acted. And, you know, Nick in this particular episode, and I talk about relating to him all the time because there's definitely traits of myself within Nick. But definitely this is probably the one I think the one that I can actually relate to the most, um, especially like, say, with the obviously with the stuff that he's going through in this episode I think I don't know if we've all had health scares or problems like that before and just seeing the way he handled it and acted it seemed extremely real and very similar to a situation that I've had um, before so yeah it's it's kind of like Al said it's kind of a tough one because yes I feel like it's a good episode but obviously not the most humorous of, of times. I mean, there's some great humor in there. I love the whole, you know, when Jess is trying to get him to take the pill, it's like, take the pill. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. he's like, don't take the pill, Nick. And just like, take the pill. It's like, code for take the pill. <laughs> um, so there are some really good moments, but I feel there's some really, it is quite raw and it is good to actually see some human emotion. But I think the thing that was maybe slightly disappointing is that I guess at the end of the day, they don't, it doesn't seem to be any real consequence, um, but I guess we do get some development from some customers. As uh, customers, from some, <laughs> <laughs> I've just finished work. Um, from um, obviously some of the cast. Um, so that's um, yeah, that's pretty much my overall thoughts on the episode. Yeah, I definitely I agree. I think, like you said, this episode is relatable in a way we haven't seen before, um, because we're usually relating to just in some crazy thing that she's found herself in or something where this time I agree. I I found myself relating to Nick, which I do see. I I can relate to Nick in a lot of ways, but I find myself relating to Nick as I had a similar health scare before and I know how I reacted and it was in a lot of ways, very much like he reacted. Um, And I think that's, it's it's kind of interesting to see it play out on the screen instead of just how it plays out in your head instead. Um, I did love how the gang, even though they all kind of got sad and you have that moment where Jess starts crying and then Schmidt starts crying and then Winston starts crying and Nick's kind of like the one who's like, you all need to stop crying. like, And then when they show him the phone and it's like, oh, this is what it could be. And that's when it kind of hits him. 
uh, and you see everything kind of slow down for a minute uh, was really where the episode turned. So, but yeah, I think, I think it was a great episode, just great in a way we haven't seen before from this show. So, but Hey, let's get into something a little bit more uplifting the douchebag jar. So I know that I didn't have a ton of lines this week, but I mean, Schmidt still had his moments. Uh, like when Nick first got hurt and he goes, it's probably, probably your lateral sizer. Just the way he said it was absolutely hilarious to me. I thought, um, but it was more, uh, some of the lines he shared with Winston, like, uh, I bought a new car. It's what you borrow every morning when this one makes weird sounds. Um, which I just, again, like I said, might not be our typical normal douchebag jar lines. Cause it was a different type of episode, but it was still one that, that kind of made me laugh. But I think my favorite, my favorite one, uh, which kind of went with something Winston said, was he's going to show his penis to the ocean, but not me. Nick waits. And he runs after Nick, which was hilarious <laughs> because it's a great callback to one of the previous episodes when everybody else saw Nick's penis except for Schmidt. And he kept trying his hardest to see it, which was fantastic. Um but then there is also the very, the very great line whenever he is with Cece and go and says, then when you stand up, there's going to be like a perfect imprint of your butt in the sand. <laughs> and we all know there that was. there was a perfect imprint of her butt in the sand. So, um, Ben, what did you think? Were there any other douche jar lines that I may have missed? I definitely had the uh, the Nick Ocean Schmidt penis um, yeah. line that you had. Um, other than that, I've just <laughs> other than that, I've just got Schmidt kissing uh, Nick uh, both times. So I've yes. just got Schmidt kissing and then Schmidt kissing Nick again. Nick again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my list. Yeah. Like I said not a ton of lines to choose from this episode, but there were still a few good ones. So Al, what about you? I don't know what you guys are going on about. I have a bunch of lines here from really? Schmidt. I knew you would, buddy, and that's why I'm excited. <laughs> you always pick some extra ones. It's great. I love it. Um, we'll start with just a plain douchey one. Okay. When they ask Nick to get a wallet, Schmidt says, I have tons of wallet <laughs> chains chain. that you can borrow. <laughs> Who even uses wallet chains anymore? Like that, that was me when I was 12, maybe, at school. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, another one is another really horrible one is when he says, I wish I could trade places with you. Cause you know what, Nick, I would do that in a second, but I'm also glad that I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Um, great, friend. great, great friend. Right. Um, another one. I don't think this is the right, when they're all on the beach and he kind of sees Nick half naked, he says, I don't think this is the right time to bring this up, you guys. But does anyone <laughs> else think Nick could stand to lose five to seven pounds? He knows, like, he has a range of how much he thinks Nick should be losing. Yeah. He's, that's very, I don't know. Like, come on. I'd all crazy, dude. <laughs> I thought my lifestyle choices would rub off on him. I tried to set a good example. Treat your body like a temple. But he treats his like a dump. <laughs> like, he can't help but be a douche about it. It's funny. It's true. That is true. Good points. All right. So what is our douche jar line for the week then? Penis ocean. Penis ocean. I think it's penis ocean. Sure. Why not? Sure. Penis ocean. All right. Penis ocean it is then. (laughs) 
All right. So next, let's talk about Winston. What's up, Winston? Winston had a couple more lines this week that I really liked compared to our previous weeks. So uh, um, one, whenever they are doing some research on what could be wrong with Nick, uh, the site is saying it could be a, a colloid nodule, but that's most common in golden retrievers. <laughs> but, <laughs> I just, it's so nice that he's trying to help, but also it's like, um, maybe check the, the right, the right site, not, not the WebMD for pups, but I thought that one was pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, I did also, of course, like the line that, that came before Penis Ocean, which was, I'm a little drunk and I can't be too sure, but I think you're finally about to see your best friend's penis, which was obviously <laughs> fantastic. But um, I think probably one of Winston's better moments in this episode, and recently actually, was probably... After Nick tells Jess that he, she's not allowed to talk at his funeral. And Winston tells her that she doesn't want to talk at funerals anyways. And it cuts to this flashback of Winston at a funeral and says, what kind of dummy fixes a washing machine using a knife? This kind of dummy. And he points to the casket. It's just like, oh, Winston. Oh, boy. Oh, that's the wrong line. <laughs> and you can see why Winston does not like talking at funerals. So... Al, how about you? Do you have any other Winston lines? I have that moment, but not for the line itself, but for his Chris Rock impression. It's so good. Fantastic. It I really love was. That. Another great performance by Winston. Not a line, but a performance was the whole sad song thing in the bar. Yes. I love I that. I hate about that, that too. Yes. So great. Those are my Winston moments for sure. Ben, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I just had the sad song and just went since kind of compliments. Sad song. I love when Nick starts singing with him and he's like, no, no, you sing, you sing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um, but, you yeah, know, that's pretty much, I had the same things on there, so. When everyone starts, and I did want to bring up the sad song. Uh, I was going to bring it up after we got through all the parts, but let's talk about it now. Um Yes, the sad song that Winston starts singing. Uh, then you get some rapping, pretty terrible rapping from uh, Schmidt to start with. Then Cece jumps in a little bit better. Um, and, and then you just have Winston sitting in the background that just keeps repeating over and over a sad song and different inflections. It's fantastic. And, um, how the, and then I, I think that my favorite line, though, from Schmidt is how the ice cubes represent his tears in his cup which was just yeah. that that sent me reeling it was great um and then obviously at the end of the sad song we have just just kind of kill the mood of you know sad song which is kind of funny because you see winston kind of do the brr with the keys and everyone just kind of give her this look because she kind of you know puts a, a damper on the mood if you could in that situation but um she just calls out Nick for never doing anything. And that's when we get that great scene at the beach. So, um, but let's jump into Nick's tips. You know what, Ben, let's hear your Nick's tips first. Here we go. Here so we God. go. Why is no one helping me? No, no, not you. Not you. <laughs> Talking in reference to Jess. <laughs> Cause man, did she hit him hard. <laughs> she, did. she sure did. Um, 
I don't have a vagina. <laughs> Random lady, can you you can take mine, Jess? I heard that, sister. Random lady, true that. <laughs> so good. Um, Nick talking to Jess in relation to funeral. It's my uh, it's my funeral was my time to shine. I want the girls to think I wish I brought Nick Miller to orgasm, and I want the guys to think I brought them more stuff. Yep. <laughs> Um, we've got Nick on Pearl's question. Am I wearing a hat? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a sandwich bag with my license and money in it. And then we've got my testicles are in my abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> the other lines I've got. What about you guys? <laughs> Go ahead, Al. What do you have? Um, I have like most of those, but there's one that I can, I want to add to the injury uh, scene that you started off with Ben after he says nothing from you he says please go far from me right now I can taste my spine yes I have that and as well. I love that so it's much fun. but yeah everything else is is as you've mentioned Ben I, mm-hmm. I, I love everything Nick says in this episode as weird as that sounds like even the serious parts I adore mm-hmm. I think the only line that I have that you guys haven't mentioned yet was one of the reasons I moved to Los Angeles was to get closer to whales so I can record them. I haven't gotten around to it because where we live is actually east. It's way further from the ocean than I expected. And it's just it's when Nick's trying to get out of going to his ultrasound and it's just that his reasons for trying to get out of things just got more and more obscure and that one was just i i don't know i love whales i mean whale sharks are probably one of my favorite things in the world and that was just hilarious it was just great like that line got me so but everything else i had from you guys the funeral is my time to shine i don't have a wallet i have a sandwich bag with my license and money in it and of course the Please go far from me right now. I can taste my spine, which was just fantastic. Both equally as great. Please go far from me right now alone is beautiful. I can taste my spine. Can I choose a line from the random lady that talks to him at the bar? Can I choose her line? Sure. What line? Which one you want? I take those two when I have a heavy flow. Yes. (laughs) In reference to the, what is he taking the pills for? Are they for menstrual cramps? Yep. (laughs) And Sadie says... Uh, these are for um, severe menstrual cramps, so they should take care of your baby backache. So, fantastic. And Jess says baby backache, nice. Like, she acknowledges the joke. Like, the guys, I love it. It's It's fantastic. It's great. Yep, it is. It is fantastic. All right, let's move on to talk about Jess. So, I do have a couple great lines from Jess today. Um, you're walking like a Disney witch. Let me drive you to your doctor, which was fantastic and hilarious way to describe it. Um, then also while they're sitting there waiting for Sadie, I'm sorry, my only doctor friend is a gynecologist, but you're broke. So you're going to have to shut your mouth and tag the things you want in this lucky magazine, uh, which is just hilarious because it's just like a staple in doctor's office are those terrible magazines and just, yeah, it was. It made me laugh. Um, but I think my favorite one. Even those are great, great lines. But my favorite line from Jess this episode is, "How many ears does Daniel Boone have? He has a right ear. He has a left ear, and a frontier." <laughs> I laughed 
far harder than I'm willing to admit at that joke. And it was fantastic. Um, I did not do it justice at all, but that was my favorite part of this. I think her, her lines this episode. So Al, what do you have? My number one is definitely you're walking like a Disney witch. It's just, I love, I love that line. Um, but yeah, all the other ones you mentioned too. Yeah. But definitely my, my favorite is you're walking like a Disney witch. That's a good one. It's fantastic. Ben, what do you think? That's my number one, but I've got some, uh, special mentions. Uh, I've just got the scene where she's trying to put the baby back in the womb. <laughs> in, the, so in Sadie's office. So good. Yeah. Um, and then just the line between her and Sadie. Uh, Sadie says, Jess tackled a girl I was dating once. Jess, or she tried to steal my overalls. <laughs> but no, it's got to go to the witch. The witch mm-hmm. line. line is the fantastic. So It's so good. All right, guys. It's time. All-American hero. Who is our MVP this episode? I'm having Al start us off this time. Easy, Jess, for being real with Nick. That's a good, good, good call. Good call. All right. That was quick and easy case. Ben, yep. what do you think? Look, it might be a bit of a cop out, but I'll put everyone for paying Nick for Nick's ultrasound. I think everyone kind of has a strong episode in this one. I think compared to the last episode that we can actually talk about <laughs> now, um, mm-hmm. we do see some growth from a lot of these characters and see some real moments. And yep. uh, I think they're all MVP, to be honest. They will help Nick for it. You know, they all do it in different ways, which I think is the great thing here, whether it's just trying to distract him, whether it's actually trying to help him get through it, whether it's doing the horrible thing of trying to actually research what might be going on with him on YouTube, on, on Google, you know, <laughs> or WebMD or whatever mm-hmm. they're on. Um, but they're all dealing with it in their own way. But I think they all come together at the end and they really come through for Nick. So I'm going to say the gang. But Ben, you understand MVP stands for most valuable player. So they're all they're valuable. All the MVP in my most heart. valuable. In my heart, Al, they're all MVP. Okay. I, Fine. I, okay. I know. And you know what? Actually, I also put down Jess, Cece, Winston, and Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm with Ben on this one this week because yes, finally, they, how many no, weeks? Finally, me. We've said the same one multiple times. Um, I I'm gonna be the one tweeting out now. Like he is, <laughs> he is, and that's fine. I and I agree. Jess had a fantastic episode, and but they all came together at the end and paid that bill for Nick, which is why I put on because. Jess stood up for them. Cece was there for Schmidt, really, to help him with this because as much as he didn't want to really show how much he was hurting, you know, he was. And and that at the end, they just all come together for Nick. And it really shows that this, you know, they're, they are becoming this group family, you know, thing that they've got going on. And I, I did pick the whole group for MVP this week. So I'm calling it most valuable pals this week. They're fantastic. Yes, I love it. So, yeah, I, I definitely, that's funny that you said all of them too. I knew, I thought I was going to get crap for that, but you know what? Um, that makes me happy because, yeah. Suck it out. <laughs> <laughs> love you, buddy. Love all you right. <laughs> so, who's that guest? We have June Diane Raphael, who uh, is playing Sadie. We have her back again. Uh, but we need to put her on our list because, 
you know, we didn't have our list last time she was here. Um, so guys, I, I definitely want to hear your input for this because I think we all know how I feel about Sadie. Um, I like Sadie. I love her. She's fantastic. She's hilarious. Um, I like her more than principal lady. You like her. I like her more than principal lady as well. I'll definitely give her higher than principal lady. Um, Al, what do you think? Um, I'm trying to remember what our lineup was last I time. Can, I can put it up here for you. Hold on. There we go. So there's our. She's probably better than Glasses Kid, but she's not better than Remy, you know? Number one is Julia. We've got number two, Genslinger. Number three, Remy. Number four, Glasses Kid. Number five, Crazy Principal Lady. Number six, Cliff, the little intern. Number seven, Coin Slot Kid. Number eight, Green Arrow's Tongue. Number nine, Oliver. We are going to cut this list at 10, though, because I think once you get past 10, you can start falling off. We don't need you anymore. Because who even remembers Oliver? I think she could take the number four slot from glasses kid. Number I think four from glasses. I think, I think that's pretty fair. Um, I think yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to say that too. Yeah. Number four slot from glasses kid. We're going to put Sadie up here. That's awesome. I, I like, I said, I love Sadie. I think she's a fantastic character and I'm glad that she is, uh, a, someone we see pretty often. Um, hmm. she's always, she always brings, some laughs and stuff. She's also she... a very interesting character. Like she just... is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last episode, Eric, you asked me about Julia. Now, I've it... had a whole week to think and ponder about it. Okay. Um, can we put a question mark next to Julia? We sure can. Gonna... I am going to keep her there for the moment. Okay. But okay. we have the right to review that at some point in the future. So we sure do. Just, just put a question mark there. I still think she's better than Genslinger, even though I love Genslinger. Um, That could change in the future. We'll see. So we've got Julia with some question marks. (laughs) We've got Genslinger. We've got Remy. Sadie, Glasses Kid, Crazy Principal Lady, Cliff the Little Intern, Coin Slot Kid, Green Arrow's Tongue, and Oliver at number 10. Do we have to stop it at 10? I love our list. I do too, but I mean, do you really care that much about Oliver to leave him on there? Oliver does suck. (laughs) But maybe if we make Oliver 99, can we make Oliver not number 99? Maybe we can make Oliver 99. Maybe. (laughs) Do you know what? He's so forgettable. When you mentioned his name in the last episode, I didn't know who you're talking about until now when I remember back to this. Same. (laughs) We'll discuss it in our next this meeting before we record the next episode next week okay. so okay, okay. We've, got lots uh, we've got lots of time don't worry all right so there is our guest list i'm gonna let that run through a couple more times um and let's get to uh, our rating of this episode so how many schmitties for this one because i'm interested to see what you guys say al you go ahead and go first i'm gonna go with uh nate point five 8.5 yeah i think it's it's a good one mm-hmm. uh maybe the only uh nitpicky thing i could say is it didn't have enough laughs but then again that's that was, it seemed like the right balance so i i like it i like 8.5 for this episode yeah i think that sounds good ben what do you think um this is a tough one i i'm gonna go an eight um because i think with this episode is 
Yeah, it's a tough one, eh? Um, the more that I think about it, obviously they tried to commit to the more serious tone, and I really like that they did try, but I feel like they didn't go far enough or commit to it as, as much as they should have. And I feel like, like we talked about previously, there's sort of not a lot of consequences to the point where, like I so even at the end where Nick obviously gets the answer back immediately, and let me tell you, someone that's had a pretty big cancer scare, that's not what happens. They do not tell you at the counter. They say, we will call you and tell you if you have cancer between maybe seven to 12 days. And then you're like, well, which is it? Is it seven or 12? Because that's a, <laughs> that's a long time to know. So it's yeah. uh, like, so they probably should have committed a little bit harder, I think, to actually getting a little bit more real with it if they were to do it. But I think they do all in all a pretty good job. There's some pretty good acting stuff, uh, obviously, from most of the cast. So yeah, I'm going to go on eight. I think it was pretty good all in all. Yeah, I I gave it uh I was given it an 8 as well. Um I think I agree with you and I think that was kind of the one almost I I don't want to say downfall to how I felt about this episode, but I guess being through something so similar before, I was like you don't just walk in and get a test and then they'd be like, "Oh no, you're fine." Yeah. And then not even know what's wrong. Like I mean, I think I think that was probably my biggest issue with the whole part of the episode he was like i don't even know what's wrong i stopped listening and i'm just like mm, I mean, everything's all paid for everything's great <laughs> maybe maybe you could have this could have been a a b story for a couple episodes you know yeah you went and got the test yeah you all went home at the end of the episode you know i think i think that was like i said it's a great episode it's definitely something that you see in i think season one of shows that aren't sure if they're getting a season two because you need that serious moment in them and you see it all the time mm -hmm. in shows and yeah. i i mean it's it's something you see and i'm fine with that but like you said i think it's something they could have carried over for a couple more episodes i think it could have been a b storyline in the next couple and then you know they could have had the big yay nick's fine it's just you know something silly which is even good. if they did all the beach stuff while he was waiting for the test results to come back over a day or two and we saw him getting exactly. you know pretty nervous and waiting for the test yeah. results to come back or even if it was like a flash forward to getting a call about the test results or yeah something know, it just seemed a little bit weird eh? yeah. like, hey, i don't have cancer i found out immediately yeah something that's not just like hey it's no big deal i'm done here you know yeah, yeah i totally get that and i'd say i think i said that's probably was my biggest issue with the episode all in all other than that i think like I said, I think it's a good episode. I think it's something you you need in these series that, especially with season ones of something that isn't maybe set in stone for season two yet, or if it they're not sure if this is just going to be a one season thing. You see it in a lot of things like that, like uh, mm -hmm. How I Met Your Mother is one of the ones that come to mind. Like they they did something similar kind of um, with you know maybe not something quite this like serious, but they kind of had a plan, you know right off the bat of what could happen if this show didn't go past season one, you know, stuff like that. Hmm. So you can always see things like that. I think in some of the shows that are in season ones, but still a good episode. All right. So let's go to, Hey girl, what you doing? So Al, what you doing? Um, I went and bought some coffee beans to stock up for, yeah, I bought like a different a dark roast, a blonde roast, like all kinds of different coffee beans. Nice. I'm very excited to try out the new roasts. Can't wait. I have a funny story about coffee beans. I'll have to tell you another time. It's pretty hilarious. And my my silly faux pas I made at Christmas time. So nice. good stuff. Good stuff. 
All right, let's get to Jake Wedge. Guys, have we heard anything about Jake yet? Hey, guys, it's Jake Johnson here. Um, <laughs> big fan of the show. Um, nah, nothing, nothing, nothing this week, no, unfortunately. Nothing. Maybe next week. Hopefully. I think there's one, one one fan of our show that listened to. It. Oh my god, they got Jake. That's so cool. <laughs> someday, someday you can be that person that can help us. Remember hashtag let Jake know. Let Jake know, guys. Yeah. Show it everywhere. So all right, that is gonna wrap it up for us today. Don't forget to check out our Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash/official/unofficial/pod. You can check out our different tier levels over there. If you can't support us over there, hey, just, you know, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, rate, review, all that good stuff on YouTube or podcast services, wherever you listen. Al, where can the folks find us? Uh, all the links that Erica mentioned will be at the OUPod.com. Uh, you can find all of the, the feeds and Patreon as well, I believe. Mm -hmm. So that, that'll that take you to all those uh, places where you can maybe give us a, a maybe a five-star podcast review that would that would be nice that would be great would be nice. we like those yeah. ben how about you anything else to wrap it up um i just say if you're watching this episode if you're having a good time if you love the show and you're like hey look how can we help these people out um doesn't cost anything just go along subscribe to the youtube channel um helps us a lot uh, like i said five-star ratings um are fantastic we love those um and just telling your friends you know if you've got like we talked yeah. about before you know if you've got that co-worker that's you know, not really great on the old personal space, you know, just tell her while she's up all up in your business or if you, you know, have a neighbor, just yell out over the fence, just tell them about it. Just um, get out there, you know, and um, just tell people about the show. If, you know, people are into New yeah. Girl, just recommend it to them. Um, yeah, otherwise you do you, live your life, you know. If you know a Nick, really tell tired. them to show all about them. So just. Yeah. Them. Yeah, exactly. Any Nick, you know, or any old, old Nick. Mm. Maybe mm. live in the Bay Area. San Francisco. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it us up for us today. So until next time, keep it unofficial.